It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. Well, everybody, I'm going to be honest with you. I am so excited about today's program. I'm beyond excited to have the amazing Charity Schaefer back onto the program. I haven't talked to this amazing woman on our program for a couple years now, and she is extraordinary, and I know that all of you are going to love her. If this was your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, a huge welcome to you. We are now in our 11th season. We are listened to in over 30 countries around the world. And it's because of all of our fantastic, I was going to call you guys our tribe, that we've continued to do this. You know, we have an amazing group of individuals that have tuned in regularly and they share our programs. And we're so grateful and thankful to each and every one of them. So as I said, let's get started. Today's guest is Charity. Charity, thank you so much for coming back onto the Divas. Hey, Candace, it's an honor to be here. Gosh, did I just hear you say this is your 11th season? <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? That's phenomenal. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You know, we've had you now on the show quite a few times over the years, and, you know, it's always been such a, an honor to have you on. You're just such an amazing woman. You have done so many fantastic things. But before we dive into that, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners today? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, my name is Charity Schaefer. I'm the founder and the CEO of um, a movement I like to call Grit to Glory. Uh, it's the name of my company. And really what we do, Candace, is we train leaders on how to monetize and multiply their mission. Um, I'm very passionate about that. I think that will come in, into the conversation, I believe, today. Um, but really to be able to burn out and that overwhelm that we see so frequently, right? And um, so that's, that's what we do inside of Grit to Glory and what I'm really focused on. Um, you know, I'm really focused on, in, you know, really honing in on being a guide, right? A guide, someone that is equipped and trained um, and equips leaders. And I'm saying leaders because, I, and I, you know, I believe you know this probably as well as what I do. Leadership isn't something that's given, right? Um, it's, it's, it's taken. Do you know what I'm saying? And so really, it's really anybody that identifies as a leader and says, you know, I'm a leader, um, but I desire truly to trade that short-term motivation. And I think we'll talk about that maybe today, too, for that lifetime <laughs> transformation, okay? Because uh, I've, I've been around the block and in the profession of business and sales and all the things for over a decade now, more than a decade. And I, I found that that's just so common. Like, people are just like, man, I want to make a difference. I want to make a change. I want to monetize and multiply. But I'm tired. Like, and I'm burnt out, and I'm overwhelmed, and all these things. So I really, my my heart and focus is in um, helping helping leaders to be able to trade that, like I said, short term motivation for lifetime transformation. Um, quickly about my story um, is, you know, I just try to put it kind of in a nutshell. Um, obviously, there is some depth depth to it, you know, um, but I am a woman that ultimately I refuse to let my circumstances. Um, you know, I believe circumstances can be your tombstone or your stepping stone. I've always looked at things being um, my stepping stone. And so I, I, my message really is all about, you know, um, equipping and helping people to really fully walk and live their purpose. 
um, no matter if they're they're homeless like I was once upon a time, um, to help them build six-figure brands, to, to build in multi-million dollars in network marketing sales, like whatever it is. Like I believe this fully and wholly that whatever it is that you have in your heart that God has planted within you, um, you know, as a desire for you, I don't believe we – we serve a God that's like, you know, oh, here's these desires, psych. <laughs> I think that those were planted there on purpose, and I'm just a vessel here that helps cultivate those things, um, cultivate those desires. And um, I believe that my life, um, I'm so grateful. Sometimes during the journey, I can say that I've not always felt grateful because I'm like, what's happening? But <laughs> I am grateful that I get to be an example of that. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, gosh. Well, you definitely have been. You know, I met you quite a few years ago, and I heard you speak at an event, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, this woman is amazing. You know, you were telling your story, and you were telling your background, and I was just blown away with how you developed yourself into such an amazing speaker. I thought, oh, that is a woman to look up to. She, she's doing so many great things. She's inspiring thousands of people. And she doesn't even realize what an impact she's doing in people's lives. And I thought, okay, I got to know this lady and I need to, you know, see what you're doing and I need to follow you. And, and I think from there, I got to know you a lot better and it was just, wow. And I've been following you over the years. And recently you've done some pretty extraordinary things in the last little while. Would you mind just sharing with us about you going back to school? Oh my gosh. I would love to. It's funny you bring that up. So I am, um, the first of my family to complete college period. Um, I don't, I won't say I'm, my siblings have completed high school, but I think my parents, even they got their GED. Now don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> Just to kind of paint a picture, you know, I'm a storyteller. <laughs> and so um, I'll tell you um, it was a situation where that, you know, I, I completed um my, my bachelor's degree, I think probably about, I don't know, five five years ago or something like that. One of my bench, business ventures that, you know, I put my heart and soul into, it suddenly, you know, we pivoted with that. That was liquidated. And I was kind of sitting at a crossroads for a hot minute, and I was like, what do I even do with my life, right? And it was one of these things where it was like, you know, like most people at crossroads, they get to decide that they're either just going to sit there at that crossroad, and that's how they're going to live out the rest of their life. Or they're going to get up and move, right? Even if they're mourning, they're still moving, okay? And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead, even though, um, you know, I've been completing this bachelor's degree like a turtle sucking peanut butter, right? I'm going to go because <laughs> I had been working on it for like a long time, right? I was like, I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and I am going to just go back to school so at least I can put like, like put some purpose, even though I don't know what I'm doing with my life right now because I thought I had it figured out. And then it was like, oh, not really. Um <laughs> We're going we're gonna to change it up a little bit. Um, I went back <laughs> to school. I finished that. And I thought, you know what? I, I'm just going to go ahead and go for my master's, you know, once I finished that undergrad. So I started that program, and um, I did that inside of branding and digital marketing because uh, I've always really been passionate about those things. You know, I think that they're, you know, great expertise to have inside of, like, helping people obviously monetize and multiply. So, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. So it's funny how all these different things, you know, are kind of webbed together, you know. But that's that's the avenue I decided to yep. go down. And um, I'll tell you, so it was just, let's see here, what month are we in right now? This is September. So I went to my graduation, I believe, in June. I can't, it seems like this year has flown by. So I went in June to my graduation. I went back to the town, um, and it was almost super surreal, okay, I went back to the town. There I was. 
Um, same town as I'm riding in the car, I'm going to my graduation. Here I am, you know, going to graduate with my master's degree. And it was the same town that, I don't know, maybe 12 years. I, I may be off on the timeline a little bit, but it was in the same town I was homeless in that I left. Um, wow. You know, that, that many years ago to, to get on a bluebird, to well, get on an airplane and then on a bluebird to join the United States Army. But I left that town homeless. I left that town completely different woman than who I was arriving on that day as an accomplished woman, as a woman that had experience in business, as a woman that had grown a global business, as a, you know, all these, and I'm not saying all this stuff yep. to puff it up, but I am kind of in a little bit being like frightened because. I, I hope that my story for a listener that listens and they're going, gosh, you know, like what could be possible for me? Well, 10 times even whatever's happened for me, but I went back to that town and I was riding in the car and I was like, here I am on my graduation day with my master's degree. And I'm like, I'm excited, you know, cause I, I kind of like have that. I like to achieve and complete things. It's like my thing. I like it, <laughs> um, but I'm driving and I get to, I get to the commencement and I'm sitting there and, you know, they're talking and they're, they're doing their closing ceremony and stuff. And it, I think what really clicked for me was whenever they said, you know, now we look at you like our, our – I can't remember exactly how they said it, but somewhere along the lines of, like, you're our, you know, our peers, you're our colleagues, you're now scholars. And I thought, man, isn't that so cool? Like, how – even though – like, even when I began the interview yep. with you, Candace, I said, you know, we, our circumstances in life, we can't always control what the cards are dealt to us, Right. But I think I've even said this before on your show. I said, but we got we have a responsibility to play the hell out of the hands that we have been dealt. And it's like yes. we either have a tombstone or we have a stepping stone. And it was like they just called me a scholar. I don't even know that I left here like twelve years ago, homeless, any kind of nothing. <laughs> like you know. And I mean, like obviously, I still take I take in responsibility for the the place I was in, um, in that circumstance. Because, you know, as much as, and I think through healing, you know, I, I think I was reading something the other day, and it said something like, you know, when you heal, you, you share the story differently, right? And there's been a lot of healing that's happened over the years for me in my life, and I'm so grateful for it. But looking back, I had some a hand in being homeless. <laughs> I had a hand in that, you know what I mean? Um, I wasn't just a victim in my own story, um, but I look back at it and I go, I sure am grateful for that. I sure am grateful because without that, I couldn't be who I am now. You know, I couldn't share the story. And it probably wouldn't have been as profound for me for them to be like, you're a scholar now. And I'm like, oh, what? (laughs) But you know why, Charity, you guys are all them too. You did this while raising a family. Yes, yes, that's true. Yep. (laughs) And that is like a whole other component on top of it. You know, we downplay it. Look at you, build me up. I, you know, to me, that's like, well, I mean, that's normal to me. But whatever you think about it, yeah, I guess so. I guess I did do that. You're right. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. though. And now you can really see why, like, my, like so many people out there, we're inspired by you with all that you've done. Well, I'm going to tell you, like, part of the reason why I think sometimes people say they can't is the reason why they should. And I've just been so committed, you know, like something I feel like God's put inside of me because, you know, conviction is so strong for me in terms of um, I actually truly believe that as we heal ourselves, we heal the past and we help get to project and forge a new generational future. And, you know, I think we do that through different, different spheres, so to speak, and education and academics is one of those for me. And so I thought, you know, for me, it was like, 
I want my kids to know in whatever way, you know, I've got two daughters, you know, 14 and 15 years old now, um, but that they, that I can always be an example. And I'm, I'm not setting the limits for them. I'm, I, my desire is to set the starting point for them. And, you know, yes. so that they know that whatever it is they choose to do or whatever avenue they choose to do, that they, as women, as women in the world growing up, that there are no limits. I love that. And that's how I feel. And you know that because of my girls. And that's kind of always how I've lived my life. But when I hear other people talk about it, I just get teary because it's like, this is extraordinary. And I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're definitely like-minded in that regard, for sure. I think it's a responsibility that we have as well. It's not something to be taken lightly. No, it's not. Oh, my gosh. And now it's led you to doing this amazing program. And I really love this grit to glory that you've created. And you've done that through your while you've been going to school. And let's talk more about that because it's really inspiring. There's a lot of people that are involved, a lot of people that you're helping. Um, so tell us about that and how our listeners can go and check that out. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, it's so interesting to me, like with most things, they evolve, right? And, um, you know, still while this is so important to me as well with Grit to Glory, you know, it's like my journey in a way. You know, I think we all have a story. And one of the things we do within that through different, um, I guess, I don't know how you say it, just depending on where you're coming in, you know what I'm saying, where you're at in life. But <clears throat> the overall vision was kind of like to overcome, help, help, help leaders overcome, break through, live free in all areas of their life. And as I said, it, you know, it's interesting how things begin to evolve. Um, and I was recently, I was sitting down with a, with an influencer, you know, and we were talking about some of these things. And I mean, she has a very large influence. Okay. And uh, we were discussing some different things and I was like, you know what? I said, I really feel like that what this really is, like what this next season calls for in terms of what grit to glory looks like, is yeah, it, it, it isn't just a. It isn't just okay. Let me just map some strategy for you and show you how to build your business because I can map strategy to millions in sales all day every day. Okay, um, but it is also um, the process of really um, helping helping them to be able to, as I mentioned earlier in the call, to monetize what that mission is and to multiply, right? But doing it from a place, from a place. Um, where that they're not experiencing that burnout and they're not experiencing that overwhelm. Because I'm going to tell you from my experience, I can't tell you how many times, Candace, that, um, and you might be able to relate to this too, because I know you're a successful entrepreneur, um, a leader in business and mom, all the things. How many times that I have myself witnessed myself being like, I'm just burnt out or I'm all, I was always chasing all the time mm -hmm. to the point where really I was in dire, I was in, I was in danger of just never, ever enjoying my life because when would I ever actually arrive at what I was chasing? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so, I, I mean, do. And I just want to ask you there too, is when you're working with all these, you're talking about that as a woman, it's, it's sometimes a more of a challenge too, because when you become successful, you feel guilty. And a lot of people have a hard time accepting the money part of it, uh, that it's okay to make money and be successful and stuff. And that's, do you find that too with, with what you're dealing with? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I think that, um, I think that I, I think at every level there's that next level that we get to uncover to return ourselves back to our home, to return ourselves back to like what I believe God created us in his image. And I, I do believe that we're meant to be abundant and that God's promises are that he'll do exceedingly abundantly more than what we can even think or imagine. Right. 
But along the way, we get away from these things, and there's a whole other conversation there. But oftentimes, there is that component of money mindset. And so that's part of the thing where I, I think a leader goes first. And I think that one of my values even is leadership. And if you can't lead one, you can't lead any. And so, so much of my own personal journey has been in, you know, one of the things has been money mindset. I came from a um, home, from a, you know, I'm trying to think of the word, but from a family, from a lineage where, you know, we were poverty level, you know what I mean? So, and here I have, like, I've had to overcome lots of different money mindset things, which here's the deal, though. I, you know, different people will teach you different things in terms of sometimes I'll tell you just to, to write different things out and to affirm them and to do this and to do that. And, and it's not that it's complicated, but I think so much, and this is my journey as well, it is a inspired action piece plus um, the inner work piece if that makes sense. And so what if, how have yeah. I done that and how do I help my clients have that transformation in terms of like their money mindset and being able to truly be able to step into this identity that, you know, can hold and walk and um, attract and um, all these different things, other people to them to help them to have the same thing. Well, that's exactly it. We're working at the identity. It's, it was a component that I had to get training on. You know, I did. Obviously, I had my own real life experience. But I went on to um, this month, I'm, well, not this month, next week, I'm actually, it's so funny we're having this conversation. I've been behind the scenes <laughs> doing training in terms of like neuro-linguistic programming, right, the, the language of the brain. Um, I've really been doing training in terms of, um, <clears throat> you know, some people might think this stuff is weird, but, you know, when you really get into it and start learning about it, you're like, oh, snap, there's some things to some of this, you know, uh, clinical hypnotherapy, you know, being able to learn how to, yeah. to facilitate that and to really be able to help people have these shifts at an identity level because our subconscious mind is basically running the show for us. I mean, it really is. And it's helping people. Oh, this is a deep, the deep answer. <laughs> but, like, it really is it's running the show. Like, 90% of everything that we do is from a subconscious place. We don't even realize we're oh, doing yeah. it. And we could dive way deeper into this conversation, but it's really in helping them to be able to navigate that and to have those shifts at that identity level, uh, not from a place of just efforting themselves all the time, not from a place. So, yes, is there effort involved? Yes, absolutely. We take inspired action. I believe that um, we take, you know, I always tell people, I'll say, listen, um, we do what we can, and God does what we can't, right? And that's what I believe also can be what faith is. But that I have, you know, girl, I grew up in, like, the grind mentality. You know, grind, 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 uh -huh. grind, go. Who cares how you feel? Like, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel or whatever kind of thing Keep or going. what your kids are doing or just go. Like, what, what do you mean you're taking a break? It's like, I really think I need a break. I think I'm having a nervous breakdown. But, you know, <laughs> You know, but, like, and especially people, like, you know, that already had some bit of trauma in terms of, like, in their childhood from a place of, like, you know, people pleasing. And there's all these different components, right? So we're getting deep here. Um, but <laughs> I lived, like, here I am, you know, years, not that long ago, but so many years ago, living and breathing in the side of that and efforting myself. And through that process, I still had great success. But here's the reality of it, Okay. The truth of it is I spent a lot of times behind closed doors, and I was self-medicating. I self-medicated with so many bottles of wine. Um, I felt like I never was enough, you know, and you might not even believe that, but it's the truth. I was like, I'm never going to be enough. Like, where is, like, I'm not worthy. Like, oh, my gosh, when is enough going to be enough? 
And here's the thing is I also, like, as here's from my experience, as I climbed, you know, within the business world and things and got around other people where it all looked like everything was put together on the outside, behind the closed doors, if it wasn't alcohol, it was another vice. Yeah. And so that's what I see a lot of high performers, That that's what's happening, you know, behind there. And so for me, I had to go and I had to heal around it. I had to get skills around it. I had to, you know what I'm saying? And I thought, you know what? I can't stand for this. And I think it was because obviously God was aligning me with my life's purpose. So I had to confront it. And so that's what I helped with. So it's not just this whole thing of like, let's just make a business plan, which is great because clarity, confidence, they build confidence. They totally do. Having an executable, simple plan to execute. But here's what I would find. You know, the people that that would effort their way there, they were having they would fall on other vices because there was something within them at a subconscious level that would cause sabotage. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. <laughs> and you know what I find it okay. amazing? And thank you so much for talking about that because it's not a conversation that a lot of people are willing to do because it's I don't know if it's considered taboo, but they just nobody wants to admit it. And in reality, there's a lot of pressures out there and there's so many things going on that we try to hide it just with like, mm-hmm. when we talk about that in other programs, you know, we talk about social media and how, you know, you see pictures and they're not, they're not real. Well, the, there's a lot of stuff in regards to, you know, having businesses and, and growing and doing different things. It's not real. You're not seeing the true aspect. You're seeing the fluff and not the other stuff. A hundred percent. And I mean, I think that's part of the reason why I think it's, you know, I've walked the road that I've walked in terms of all, but also there's been a lot of education that's went into this for me. Now, you know, it, it's, it's like a practical and theoretical, you know what I'm saying? It's so interesting how God has just molded this all together. So for me yeah. now, you know, where previously I'm doing business coaching and things like that. Now there's just like the extra degree or the next layer to it in terms of, okay, now I'm looking at this from how do we have, you know, self from a trauma-informed lens? How do we navigate our client's journey from a trauma-informed lens? You know, how do we say, okay, all parts are welcome here? Because I can't tell you how often it was, and I'm not bashing any particular person. I think that there, there is no right – there's really no wrong. There's only feedback is what I really believe. Like, you know, there's no failure is what I'm saying. No failure, just feedback. And I think that people are doing the best they can with what they know to do, but when you know better, yes. you should do better. And I think that um, too frequently it's been, you know, um, well, you know, just shove it down method and just go, shove it down and go. And like, there's all this other stuff. So like, whenever I'm working with people, I just like, listen, no, really all parts are welcome here. Like there's going to be days whenever I want them to feel comfortable, you know, to come, like depending on what container we're working in and what level of intimacy we have there. But it's like, you know, you can say like, Actually, I didn't feel very positive today. So we can process that because I can't actually help a person that's having to constantly shove down different places, pieces of themselves. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, it's not just performance that I'm after. Performance does come with it, but it's from a place that is trauma, um, trauma-informed and truly aligned with a person's values so that it is sustainable and scalable. Does that make sense? Because all It does. <laughs> Yeah, I hope that makes sense. Well, how say. can they? So, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Um, you've got some amazing programs that you're doing. If our listeners are really interested in getting a hold of you and having you coach them, how can they do that? Well, I'll tell you. Thank you for asking. Um, the best way, I'm gonna tell you three different options. Okay, so three ways. 
first of all, Instagram and Facebook, I am, my handle is at Charity Michelle Schaefer, Charity Michelle Schaefer, um, on pretty much every platform you could find, like, if you're looking for one, okay, that I'm going to be hanging out on. But definitely on Instagram and Facebook, um, I, you go to my website, charityshaefer.com, which is just my name. Um, if you really, there's obviously some different things on that website, um, but if you'll go all the way down to the bottom, you can opt in to receive, like, free motivation, inspiration, um, education. It's, like, my newsletter. Um, obviously, I'm not, like, blowing your inbox out up or whatever kind of thing. If you want to be on there, you can opt in. You can, like I said, scroll down to the bottom, opt in. I think there's, like, a free mindset gift there um, that you can obviously receive. And then you're opting into that list, so you're going to be informed, like, right to your email. And then um, if if you feel real called to it, right now I actually have my wait list open uh, for um, a retreat that I have coming up in 2022. And so none of the details have really Ooh. been announced. But if you want to be the first to hear nice. about those details, they can opt in there at charityshafer.com backslash retreat wait list. <laughs> so that's oh, like three different awesome. ways. Yeah. Oh, so, that's perfect. That's and Sherry, when – well, when you have more information on that, we'd love to have you back on the program to share with all of our listeners. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I would love that. It's my honor. Oh, well, my goodness, girl. I've had so much fun. It's gone by so quickly. I, you know, I know that there's so much that you could share with us. Um, could you leave, leave us with maybe a quick tip, something that um, our listeners can take home with them? Gosh, a quick tip. I just think that the best quick tip is um, – to honor yourself and to honor your experience and to know that, you know, sometimes people will say to you um, that, you know, the odds, right, the odds say that you might not be able to accomplish or do or become or whatever that dream is in your heart. But just to remember that, you know what, you're built to defy the odds. The odds don't count, okay? They're just that. That's, that's all that is, right? And um, they, they certainly don't impact your purpose or your potential. And if you feel called to something, um, if you feel aligned to something, you know, there, there's two ways you can do something, right? In, in either way, it's going to be hard. I will say that. It is. Some of this work, this inner work I talk about, the, the getting outside of your comfort zone, the going after your dreams, sometimes it feels hard. It sure does. But it also, I'm going to tell you, one of the hardest things ever in the world as well is to live a life, to live a life, if you want to call it that without aligning to what that purpose is and executing on it. So if you feel that bubble within your belly and it's not, doesn't necessarily have to be me that guides you through, but it's like, you know, I would encourage that you find somebody or you don't even need a coach, honestly, if I'm being honest. Um, you don't necessarily need one. You could just get there faster, I think, oftentimes with one. I'm, I'm definitely somebody that invests heavily within myself. Um, you know, it might take you longer. I had to open 100 doors, whereas before, you know, you could be like, oh, the coach is like, here, this is it. But I would just encourage just really leaning into what that purpose is because I'm going to tell you, I think at the end of the end of it all, it's all about like, what did we leave? What did we do? What good do we create for the world? How are we making the world a better place? Like it all mm -hmm. really does matter. Like it matters. It's not, you know, the, the, the amount in our bank accounts is a reflection of the people that we're helping and we're serving, you know? Um, and so, and that's great. Don't get me wrong. I do. I like VIP. <laughs> but I will tell you, that like in the really big scheme of it all, it just, the world needs so much more good right now. Um, it, it, so much more, so much more. And so 
you know, if you're finding your place self, and I don't give a long answer here, but if you're finding yourself at a place where you're like, you know, I don't know if I could do that or I'm questioning myself, get yourself around some people that will believe in you. Get yourself around and, and believe in you bigger than what you do right now and help pull those things out of you because your message is so needed. It is needed. It's been placed there for on purpose. And, you know, all it needs is your yes. So say yes. That's what I would say. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. And my friend, I hope you come back on, as I said, real soon, because I just can't, I just love what you have to share with all of us. And uh, we would love to learn more. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Candace. Bless you. Oh, it's my pleasure, my friend. And you know what? A big shout out to all of our listeners. Make sure that you tune into the Divas That Care We have a bunch of amazing hosts on our program. They've got some fantastic shows, and you don't want to miss that. Thank you again to Charity for being my fantastic guest today. And thank you to everybody else out there. And make sure that you do something kind today. Until next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and, of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.